Welcome to episode 84 of Two Wolves for This Podcast. Your safe space for grown-up talk about childish things and holy shit, two nights. We have so much to talk about. We are going to give you our reviews of the sensational Netflix show Squid Game. The cults, phenomenon, Halloween kills. And holy fuck, dude, we saw it. We're going to talk about it. Unnerd and up there. Go, go, go. <laughs> How are you? Sorry, my mic was muted. What up, my brother? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forgot I'm to mute I'm, me. I, 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 good for you. Uh, I, I mean, I'd... Sorry, I'm I'm so I, I don't know what happened. My brain just broke. Yeah, I, I can't talk. Sorry, that's because um, you're so full of Dune. That's why I, 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 just, just... I my my hype level I guess just broke my yeah. my ability to speak there. <laughs> <sighs> How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, yeah, I saw a picture of you. I saw a picture of you. You yep. DJed at some at some witches ball. Yes, and and I couldn't help but notice your your fucking manly burly ass beard yes. you are now you have you have recently attained. yeah I, so i was i was trying to think of the classic wrestler that it reminded me of bad news brown is it abdul is it abdul the butcher bad news brown maybe bad news brown has a big old beard yeah 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 so, so um uh, it started off as as laziness and then yeah. i just started to like it so <laughs> i just kept it it's working no it's yeah, working it's gay it's, it's a it's a like a, it's a burly one. It's a yeah. it's maybe 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 Questlove is is what yeah okay maybe. yeah anyway, I do I do have looks, to do it, a little it's working. yeah all right thank you uh, I do have to do a little trimming on it I I I've been lazy I haven't really shaped it or anything like that because I've just been letting it grow mm-hmm. but um yeah well it, it's funny because the last time even when I saw uh, Matt Daly and Matt Daly is you know big beard big bearded guy and uh, he was he was he was impressed. <laughs> word <laughs> so but yeah no um other than that yeah the witch's ball was fun um myself and my buddy um uh, he goes by the name of dj ghost his name's jeff uh we dj'd and um it was fun we had a good time and uh the bar liked us so much that they want to have us back so that Wicked. was that was good good connections Wicked. to make and yeah and like i said it was a fun fun night so yeah this is the fourth one that we've done in so it's it's becoming an annual tradition now. Awesome. So, yeah. Looked like a good time. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. So Wicked. what about yourself? <clears throat> Everything good? I, I actually I actually had some some fun this mm-hmm. weekend myself. Okay, uh, good. uh Friday night. Uh as you know, uh my good friend Steve Dunk yep. came down uh to join me to go see Dune in IMAX. Nice. And uh and it was the first night that movie theaters were open at full capacity. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, and I was actually really surprised because when I bought the tickets, uh, COVID restrictions were still in place. So mm-hmm. there were two seats in between every two seats or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, I did not realize so I w- that they lifted that, actually. I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And they lifted it after I bought my tickets. So okay. uh, I bought tickets in like a half empty row. And then when we got there, the row was full. And mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell happened? Oh, COVID restrictions are lifted. Yeah. Um so it was like a normal movie. Uh, so the theater was pretty full, and mm. um, 
and oh god it was great but we're going to talk about dune later on yes, cool. and then last night last night i actually went on again something this is something i have not done in i don't know how long mm. covid or no covid i went to a show uh saw some bands play oh nice uh here in oshawa uh saw a bunch of my old friends okay. uh had, had a little bit of a, a guys hangout nice. uh something i haven't done in you know ages um also and uh yeah it was a good time and and here we are brother we didn't uh record last weekend even though we both saw halloween kills last weekend uh and we we were going to but you know we just it's scheduling uh happened to get in the way so Mm -hmm. so here we are with a with with a jam-packed show because not only are we going to review squid game which we could do a whole show on and not only are we going to review halloween kills which we could do a whole show on Mm -hmm. but as you know my most anticipated movie of the last three years, I'm going to say, yep. uh, we're reviewing tonight. So it's a big night for me. I'm excited about this. Yeah, um, no, you've definitely been excited for it. <laughs> yes. So yes. Since, since they announced it, I know you've been uh, you've been really excited yes. for it. So yes, I was excited for you to watch it more than yes. myself to watch I it. Think you're, I think I think <laughs> you're excited to get it out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for me, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, um, um, we'll get uh, into but, that. But I, uh, we'll, we'll, okay, yes, I won't yeah. ask you anymore. I was gonna, I was gonna follow up, but I won't. No, no, don't ask. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> alrighty then, alrighty. I kind of gave um, you my two cents online, anyway. So, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but I'll go into it. <laughs> okay, and um, okay, so mm-hmm. uh, sh- shall we just get at it then? Shall yeah, we jump in? Shall let's we dive it. in head first? Let's do this. Shall, so, we just fucking, shall we fucking do it? Yeah, let's fucking do it. So we're going right. to talk about Squid Games first, right? Skid Game, I mean. The Skid Games. Squid, ga- Squid Game. <laughs> Squid Game. Yeah. The Netflix sensation. The most viewed show yeah. in Netflix history. Now, in Oshawa, Apparently. was it called Skid Games on your uh, Netflix No, account? no, but it, it no, no, but for some reason I accidentally say Skid Games yeah. every time I, which which makes me think of Oshawa actually. Yeah. It makes me think, hmm. Here we go. Oh, brother, here we go. It's yeah. it's it's the first OTOG production. Mm. The Skid, Skid Games. Games. <laughs> Let's make it happen. We can. Uh... We're either gonna find, we're gonna have to look and audition for a bunch of guys with mullets, or we're just gonna have to buy a lot of wigs. You all have <laughs> twenty-four hours to get a job <laughs> and keep it. Oh, yeah. oh the challenge is <laughs> to keep your job for longer than five weeks. You must pass this urine test. <laughs> Player one eliminated. <laughs> oh man, I knew I should have fucking gave her last night at the bar. Ah <laughs> uh, shit. Well, yeah. So on, on all seriousness, let's talk about the Squid Games. When like, the countdown I was just begins, about to say it too. <laughs> when the countdown begins, fucking give her. <laughs> Sorry. Skid Games, it writes itself, Kev. Yes, it does. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a runaway. It's gonna be way bigger than Squid Game. Yep. It's, Skid Game is gonna be way bigger than. Squid if you go Game, on I YouTube, guarantee. if you go on YouTube, you know how many parodies are already out there of Squid Game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like what it's a, so if, fun. If it's black so people fun. were in Squid Games and 
<laughs> there one funny one I watched the other day was um, if uh, I, I can't remember if they said Muslims were in Squid, <laughs> squid Games, but it was like uh, a Muslim version. <laughs> okay. Some funny shit out there. Instead of uh, getting shot, they're getting hit by slippers. <laughs> It was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> it was like a mother throwing slippers at them while they're playing red light, green light. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, whatever. Skid game's funnier. Yeah, yeah. It is. I, I agree. I think we should do it. <laughs> the challenge is who can bum the most smokes from your coworkers? <laughs> In the next 60 minutes. Uh, shit. It'll be good. It'll be good. <laughs> Who can hop over anyway, this, this curb on their 10-speed bike with, let's, with beer on their handlebars without spilling anything? <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. <Ooh. laughs> you, you, the challenge is you, you will do hot knives for three hours. <laughs> Without burning your lip. <laughs> um, and the loser gets their head shaved. <laughs> squid Game. The actual Squid Game uh, is about Koreans competing yep. uh, in a competition uh, where uh, you play uh, children's well, schoolyard game. Set it up because uh, it wasn't just Koreans in general. It was um, down. It wasn't just like yeah, down on the well. I, like I mean, like like the way that oh, you there was the it, there was the Indian gentleman. Yeah, no, no, but the way that you're, you you word is like they they wanted to play this game. Racist? You know what I mean? No, they wanted to play this game. Um, oh, well, whole, that is a por- that is an important plot yeah, point. Actually. Yeah, exactly. We get so. To that. So the whole let, okay, first of all, let, let me set this up. Let me let me just talk. Let me forget about Squid Game for a second. And talk about me, okay? Right. When I first heard about Squid Game, um, I didn't have a ton of interest because first thing I heard was it's 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 like Battle, Battle Royale, Royale yeah. right? Uh, and I was like, oh, I like Battle Royale, yeah. but I haven't gone back to rewatch Battle Royale oh, in like so many times. Fif- Fifteen years, probably. Really? I, I actually just I, watched. Yeah, it no, I just again. it's not something that I rewatch. I like it, but it's not something that I like love and revisit. Oh, I um, so I wasn't on fire to to see this. Yeah, anyway. fair enough. Um, but then I hear it's the most downloaded, the most watched thing on Netflix, and then I go, "Oh, wait a minute, this reminds me of Tiger King," right. because. Yep, yep. I remember there was a couple of weeks when everybody was talking about Tiger King, and, and I was like, coming, eh? "I was like, I'm not interested in that at all." Yeah, right. Same and here. then, like, I heard about it so much, I was like, "Okay, there was nothing to watch one night." I was like, "Okay, let's let's look at this." And mm-hmm. then, holy shit, the adrenaline, like, heroin, like, rush yeah. of Tiger King <laughs> was like <laughs> such a thrill ride. I was like, "Okay, maybe." This Squid Game thing is going to be a similar thing to that, um, me- not meaning a similar show, but like mm-hmm. a similar experience. A similar experience of I didn't think I was going to get hooked into this, but mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah. Holy shit! Yes, that's so, exactly how I would explain my personal experience journey journey yeah. through Squid Game. Like halfway through this, when we were like around season four, season five. When we, like we watched it like one episode, episode a night, we didn't we didn't binge it at all. Season. Yeah, episode right. Yeah, 
uh, we didn't binge it. We watched it like one episode a night, oh, and yeah, okay. it that was so great because every time we were about to put it on, I fucking got a little high of like mm. I was excited to watch this show. Like, um, it was it was super. Fu- it hooks you the fuck in. Yeah, it does. Yeah. In, in the first in the first couple of episodes, I thought maybe I won't because I didn't really enjoy the the whole setup with the main character. Um, and his mother and you know his th- their personal lives outside of the games mm. um it, it, you know it, it's it's mm, but it was it's, also it's, interesting it's it's, it's, valu- it's valuable stuff for sure was, i don't want to discredit it i don't want to discard it right well, they but i just want to say though, right because my experience was, uh, yeah sure i'm just saying his, what well, I was when i was say, watching it hmm. go no i was going to say uh they needed that that whole dynamic of the him and his mother because that's what made him go back to the Squid Games, right? Yes. We're going you know spoiler what? here, by the way. Everyone's seen it, so we're you know, spoiling Oh, it. fucking, of course, yeah. we're spoiling everything um, tonight. We're spoiling everything. No, as to what you were saying about um, you, so you didn't have interest in, in it until it started trending, basically, is what you're saying. Right? Well, I, did, I didn't get the idea that I might get hooked into it until they started talking about how viral it was. Right. And then I thought, okay, maybe it's good. I should, Maybe I should check it out okay yeah no i got interested in it from the first trailer i watched to tell you the truth because yeah. as soon as i saw it I, like you said the first thing that came to my head was oh shit this is like this is kind of like battle royale right mm-hmm. except with adults <laughs> was my first sure kind of like sure but right? but as you stated earlier i i think we should point out there is one like big difference about the plot of battle oh, royale in this yeah, and yeah that, huge. oh there's but one like important difference i think is that in Battle Royale, the contestants are there completely against their will. Yes. And in Squid Game, they do this amazing thing where um, at, they let the they let the contestants choose at every mm-hmm. step of the way if they're going to continue in the game. Yeah. They show them how horrible the game is, you know, as, mm-hmm. and, and then they send them home. And then they give them the choice to come back, knowing that they will. Yeah. And, and, and that's... I, what I want to say is I, um, I like I don't want people to think it's like an imitation or a copycat yeah, no, of Battle Royale. Yeah, when we it. say when we say it's reminiscent of Battle Royale, it's kind of like it's in the same genre yeah, as Battle Royale because it's violent, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah, they're not no, fighting no, each other. There's a lot of there's a lot of common themes yeah, as yeah. well, but but they're not there to fight each other <laughs> per se. They're just there to win the games. Now right. they do end up like. You know, backstabbing each other. They and, they have you know to I mean? kill each other to yeah. win the game, right? They're pitted against each other yeah. uh, in a, in a cruel in a cruel um, essentially, yeah. Manipulation by um, you know the overlords, the yeah. overpowering forces. The elders, in each case, so in, in, they're called the in elders. Each... If I remember correctly, right? Sure. Yeah, Is I don't it... remember in this. Or the VIPs. The, no, I think they're called the VIPs. If I remember, the correctly. VIPs were the important guests who were yeah. there to watch the games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like in Battle Royale, it's like the older generation decides that the younger generation is out of control. Mm-hmm. And so they do so they do this to their kids. And they put them in this competition where they have to kill each other to win. It's and in yeah. Battle Royale it's much it's much more like uh, like Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Like this is to control a population, right? It's to scare all the kids into being good. We we make them do this this thing where they all get slaughtered every year. Yeah. Um in this the the premise is um, the contestants are all people who have a lot of debt, who have money problems. Yeah. Like, 
like life threatening, really terrible money problems. Yeah. And and they give them the option of playing these very violent games where they could die um, in exchange for the opportunity to make so much money that they'll be rich and actually and they'll never have money problems again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think this show is very clearly uh, the bad guy of this show, the villain in this show, is capitalism. It's saying... Uh, like there's a lot of talk in the dialogue about how terrible the outside world is and how it's worse than the games Mm. out in the real outside world. And what they're talking about is how miserable all these people are because they're poor because they have debt. It's cap it's capitalism that's making these people suffer. Mm -hmm. And, and spoiler alert, when we get to the end of this thing, we find out the people behind the games, the people running the games are just bored, rich people. Yeah. So, so the, the good guys in this game are, are poor people suffering under capitalism. And the bad guys in this game are rich people at the top of the capitalist system who are just so bored. They had to invent this to give themselves some excitement. They, they explicitly say that in the dialogue and in, 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 the closing episodes of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we were just bored. We, like life had lost its meaning uh, because we were so rich and powerful. There was nothing left to do and it just left us feeling empty. So we got together and we thought of this is the explanation for why these games exist. Spoiler alert again. I jumped right to the end well, there, we're, but we're spoiling this. So, so. But, but I'm just to, to drive home my point about how like this show is all about how capitalism is evil. Mm-hmm. As I think Battle Royale was more of a, a fascism thing, mm-hmm. it, which is, it's similar. It's very, you know, um, it's, it's, it's the forces of oppression. It's the people in power controlling the people with no power and, um, you know, abusing them horribly. And that's the, like, premise of what I would, it, this is a horror series. Would you say it's horror by genre? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. Uh, personally, no? no, no. I think it's more... It's it's a little bit no nah, I don't even know if I want to use the word th- uh, thriller actually. It's dystopian science fiction, yeah. but I think I think because of the graphic violence and the death mm-hmm. and the and the terror action there like there's terror in it a lot like there's horror mm-hmm. there's well I just scary I'm looking at it's on scary. on IMDb and the genres <laughs> is listed as action drama mystery and thriller. So okay. yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was a horror at all. Like it wasn't like fucking jump scares or anything like that, you know what I mean? Uh it's horrific <laughs> to go through something like that and some of the deaths and stuff like that, but yeah, I wouldn't call it a horror. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> I yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would call it. I I I agree with all of those categories, even though that's a mm-hmm. lot of like different categories thrown together. Yeah, for sure. Because um, it did have so drama it, in it too, right? Yep. <clears throat> right, so. Yeah. Comedy too. Um, oh yeah, I'm surprised they didn't put comedy in there too, because there was some comedic elements in it too. Yeah. Anyway, what I wanted to say about the beginning was, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like for the first half hour, I was like, oh my god, I hope there isn't a lot of this. Uh, in the series, mm. because I was finding it a little dry and a, a, and I think I made a mistake too because I watched it with the overdubbing, the English overdubbing, mm. um, and 
and also the subtitles because I have to watch it quietly because I have a baby who's always asleep yeah. and I'm I'm not waking up. So, and then the subtitles and the overdubbing were were terribly mismatched. Mm. They were like so they I, were like yeah. um, highly different, and the overdubbing was kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. Also, the way overdubbing often is. Yeah. So um, I wish I had watched it with with the just just in Korean with the subtitles. Yeah, okay. I know I know a lot of people hate reading and and don't want to watch stuff that way, but I think that's the way I would recommend watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, because to me, uh, just the performances tur- they came off a little goofy and corny. Yeah. And I think I think the overdubbing was the fault of that. I think is what I want to say. At the end mostly. of the day, it's just because um, Korean some of the stuff they said in Korean may not translate properly into English, right? Yep. So, but yeah, yeah, no, some of the, some of the, I actually had no problem with the voice actors. I thought they were fine. There was a couple like cheesy delivered lines, whatever. It was just like kind of laughable, but um, no, but I totally get what you're saying. Like as myself, I usually prefer watching it in its original language and reading it. But at this time I actually watched it in dub too. So nice mm-hmm. um like i would never recommend you watch the raid with the english dub never right always right. watch that I, movie with the uh, i won't do that yeah with the that. indonesian um language with the subtitles it, for sure especially now yeah yeah mm-hmm. um um but what i want to say is um Holy shit! When it gets to the action, does yep. it does it kill? Does oh, it delivers. does it kill? Yeah, yeah. Does it hook you in? Yeah. And with everything, man, with mm-hmm. the art direction, with like the costuming, mm-hmm. with uh, it's 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 fucking cool and mm-hmm. fun and interesting, yep. and then it's fucking gripping mm-hmm. and terrifying, and it's a roller coaster of. Of fear and emotion, and then powerful, moving, dramatic performances, mm-hmm. because the the relationships between these characters, you watch them episode by episode, uh, like growing and changing drastically, because they're constantly put in these fucking like drastic situations together, yeah. and you get so invested so fast, so hard in these characters. It's it's like it's. It's great storytelling. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. Like yeah. if you're if you're if you're squeamish about violence uh, and, and blood um, and death uh, on the screen, then you may have you may struggle with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not, if you're completely desensitized to that kind of shit, like the rest of us, um, it this is fun and yeah. um, cool. And every episode, the game gets a little crazier and a little visually more fucking cool mm-hmm. uh, from a from a production standpoint. Um, this I, is a great, great show. It's yeah. a great, great show. It's more like it's. And it, I, when I compared it to Tiger King, I only compared it that way by the experience of being hooked into it and being excited about it every week and being and being impressed by it every week and being blown away by it every week mm-hmm. but it's nothing it's like it's nothing like like it's not you, we love it for different reasons right yeah. but um like for for Tiger King every episode it was like we can't believe these are really human beings that really exist um and for this, it's just like I can't believe this show is so cool. Like, mm-hmm. it's and and keeps doing cool thing after cool thing after cool thing. Um, yeah, no, the it's, end. It's definitely a it's, it's a great watch. It's a great watch. yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, uh, it leaves you, it leaves you uh, right at the point where the sequel looks like it's going to begin, mm-hmm. and obviously the sequel is going to happen because, again, it's the most watched show in Netflix history. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, super looking forward to Squid Game season two. Uh, highly recommend Squid Game. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's scary. It's gripping. It's a thrill ride. Mm-hmm. Keeps you on the edge of your seat. Um, even if the first half an hour uh, turns you off, get through it. Yeah, yeah I promise sure. you. I promise you. I promise you. You it's, will get it. Really in. picks up once once we get to the Squid Games, right? Right, or whatever you want to call it, because the Squid Game technically right. is the last game that they play. But um, right. until they get to where they actually start playing the games, that's that's when this show really really shines. And everyone's right. talking about the red light, green light thing. Like, you know right. I mean? like it's, it's, that's, uh, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> it's so fun. It's yeah. so fun. It's I so even, fun. so it's funny because I actually, um, downloaded a, downloaded a EDM song that samples the, the little girl from that song and they turned yeah. it into a, into a song. <laughs> I even dropped that last night. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. It was good times. Yeah, yeah, great, great. Um, you gonna give a numeric rating? Uh, yeah, Squid yeah. Game. I I'm gonna give it a friggin' uh nine out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, for what it is, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, it's different. Yeah. It's 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 you have to experience it, but mm-hmm. um, you know what? If you don't love it too, I will be surprised. So yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where I stand. So apparently, um, the guy that wrote it, he's been shopping this like this idea through um, to movie studios for like I think it was something stupid like ten years, and no one wanted to pick it up. Till finally, I guess Netflix or whatever picked it up. And yeah, no, good, good on you because uh, I think he did a great job. Um, did you kind of compare the just out of curiosity? Because this is the first thing I thought of when I saw it. You know when he handed him the card and on the back it had like the three um, symbols, whatever, and you know that was obviously a symbol that ran. Those symbol, three symbols, ran throughout the entire show because the the guys had that on their masks and it represented like their rank and all that shit, whatever, right? Yeah. Did you yeah. compare that to the PlayStation thing? Oh, for sure. It made yeah, me think okay. about PlayStation. Yeah. Every time. As soon as I saw it, I was just like. PlayStation. It, it, it made me. It made me. It made me wonder if Sony was behind the the movie right? money wise somehow. Yeah, it <laughs> somehow, did. They might have been. Yeah. They might have been. You never know, yeah. right? So, yeah. but yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm there with you. I'm like eight. Eight point five. I'm like leaning towards eight point five. Um, great watch, and yeah, I can't wait for season two. Hopefully, hopefully it either equals or outshines the first season. Is what I'm hoping. Oh, you so. you know they're gonna you know they're gonna have more money to make those exactly. crazy yeah. those crazy game set pieces, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and and that's what it's gonna be about, just like mm-hmm. turning up the vol turning up the volume on those those games. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be a, I I know it's gonna be amazing. I, mm-hmm. I completely care. I guarantee it right now. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. But I just hope that story is just as 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 gripping and and compelling as the first season as well, right? Because I was really invested in that story. 
Yeah. And yeah, the characters, yeah, no, the characters I, I was so invested into the characters too. For sure. For sure. So yeah. Great, great I hope, writing. I hope, the, I hope the writing team stays the same, mm-hmm. uh, for sure, because you're right. Um, it was, it was a great job. Mm-hmm. It was a great job. It was a great job. If you don't, if you don't laugh and cry at zero zero one mm-hmm. during this, like, I'll be surprised. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. So shall we give a little, all right then. So, uh, Squid Game is a 9 from me. It's an 8.5 from Kevin. It's yeah. a very highly recommended experience. Go get it in your eyes and ears right now. Yep. And it's time for us to move on to Kev. Do we have the Mike Myers theme? I just, I maybe I should have asked you that before we started <laughs> podcasting. Right? But there it is, brother. Yeah. There it is. You want to rock out to that for a second? You want to feel that jam? No, you want to get. I'm, I'm feeling it. You want to get in the mood for <laughs> Halloween kills? I I actually wish I had like the newer version. It's just so metal. <laughs> Wasn't uh, Scott Ian on that one? If I remember. Oh, I don't know. I if don't I, know. I'm pretty sure I heard that uh, John Carpenter. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, got him to to play that. Mm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what I, I heard that song. Wouldn't surprise me. No, not at all. Right. So <laughs> we both had the opportunity to watch Halloween Kills. The phenomenon that is Halloween. Yes. Yes. So I'm just going to say this right off the bat. A lot of people actually hated this movie. Um, A lot of people, whatever, I guess it was too much for them. I don't know what the the case is. Um, I know, like, a little bit of the story may have been, like, you know, lost, I guess. But, uh, Jared, I love this movie. I fucking love it. All right, brother. Yeah. All right, brother. I loved it. Don't, um, don't let me stand in your way. Tell us. Tell us about it. <laughs> so Preach it takes... the gospel. Preach the gospel of Halloween kills. <laughs> Preach. Um, it takes place right as soon as uh, Halloween. Well, actually, that's 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 kind of a lie because they do a lot of flashbacks in this movie, and they they have this great flashback to 1978, the original Halloween night when Michael Myers comes back. And they included... We're going spoiler, right? Of course. Yes, we're spoiling this. Because Spoil you it. can watch it anywhere. You can watch That's it... That's right. In your theater. You can watch it online. You can watch it anywhere right now. So if you it's haven't seen Pirate it... It's on Pirate Bay. Grab it. <laughs> let's go. If you haven't seen it, it's on Peacock. Let's 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 promote the, uh, the legal way of watching it. Peacock! So, um, mind you, it's that... Whatever the fuck that is. Uh, we don't have that in Canada. No, we don't have it in Canada. I think it's NBC's thing. It makes sense, right? Yeah, it is NBC. Yeah, yeah okay. So, but I'm pretty sure you can stream it on, like, Amazon and stuff like Very that. Very scary Peacock Network. <laughs> go ahead. So, yeah, they incorporate Dr. Loomis, like... This footage, Loomis like, yeah, is in the movie. Yeah, Loomis is in the movie, the original Holy. Loomis. And I was yes. like, "Are you kidding me right now? This is this is freaking awesome!" <laughs> right? They they put a twist on the Loomis scene from the first movie, don't they? Yeah. They take that scene and they add new meaning to it, mm-hmm. like right? They give you new backstory to it, kind of, right? Kind of, yeah. Um, and then, of course, then we flash forward to um, right at the end of the um, the last the 2018 Halloween. And bam, we're we're there. The house is on fire. The firemen are breaking into it to like stop the fire. And of course, they break into the basement. And who's still alive? Because he's hiding in the gun cellar. Motherfucker, Boom. Michael Myers, baby. You know what? And you he know goes what? The town. 
<laughs> you know what I wish we had done? What's that? I wish we had got I wish we had gone back to our reviews of the last Halloween movie mm. and uh, to see if we had predicted that. Right. I don't think we did. <laughs> I don't think we did. I because it was pretty obvious at the end of that movie that w- Mike Myers wasn't dead. Yeah, yeah, what, of course, of course. We knew. Well, right? we knew this was a trilogy going into it, right? Yeah. So obviously, <laughs> you can't have a Halloween. Well, you can have a Halloween movie without Michael Myers because they did that with Part Three. But, sure. <laughs> but no, you can't have uh, this trilogy without Michael Myers. So we knew he was going to get out. But uh, how he got out was the big mystery, right? Because you know the place was on fire, and we were just like, "What the fuck." But yeah, no, um, I I had no problem with what they did. He fucking kills every fucking fireman there, <laughs> and he just goes on a fucking rampage. And uh, but of course, yeah, um, they incorporated a bunch of the original characters from the original movie. Um, they have uh, Tommy Doyle, who's all grown up now in the shape of Anthony Michael Hall from the you know John Hughes era. Yeah. If you don't know who he is, Tommy. His character was Tommy, yeah, Tom right? Yeah, Tom Doyle. Tom Doyle is, yeah. is his character's name. Tommy Doyle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is funny because that was um, uh, Feldman's character's name. I don't know if you remember this from the Jason franchise. He was Tommy as well. Yes. <clears throat> so I do remember Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy so, was the one who I they who they teased the originally. Originally. Maybe he was going to become the next Jason, but mm-hmm. then everybody was like, that, fuck, yeah. "Fuck that! Yeah, fuck that! We want real Jason." Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. I mean, yeah, that's and then he gave us a fake Jason in the fifth one, was it? But yeah, that's another story. Oh, uh, I don't remember. Part no, I don't five. remember that. I'm yeah, it was, there was a yeah, there was a uh, copycat. Uh, okay, we're not talking about Friday. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. <laughs> So yeah, sorry um, Halloween. Sorry Halloween fans that yeah. we started talking about Friday the Thirteenth for a second there. We don't yeah. think it's superior or anything. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, they bring back a bunch of characters. Uh, they bring back. I I have no idea why they brought back the nurse. <laughs> I was with Doctor Loomis. That one was a little bit of a uh, mystery to me. I guess because she was still alive. <laughs> Um, right but they bring her back it's the original actress right and they bring back like the little girl who was uh also babysit uh same actress and i i I, no and one of the cops right and so um but yeah there was a lot of um actors that they brought back uh from the original and of course like i said tommy was uh replaced by anthony michael hall so yeah they um they find out that he's still alive um, they connected it. I, again, this is like an, a little subtlety that I really appreciated was they, they went to this bar and in the first one, there was that black couple who came out of the house as Michael Myers was going into the house next door and they kind of focused on them. And when I was watching that, I was thinking like, cause they're like, you know, they gave them dialogue and I'm like, and they had nothing, they didn't get killed. They had nothing really to do with it. And I was just kind of like, why would they waste time doing that? But it pays off in this one because they're friends with all of these Halloween uh, people from the the other one. So it did pay off in that respect. So they brought back the same the same actors. So um, did you catch that, by the way? Uh, Just out of curiosity? Uh, like I said, they were briefly yeah. in the first one. They just, they're like, they're going out to the car. They're kind of like, did you remember to turn off the oven or whatever the dialogue was? Like, oh shit, I forgot. And it was just kind of like, why are they focusing on that when Michael Myers is clearly killing the people? <laughs> right. <laughs> but of course, it, they connected it. So it, it, it paid off. It kind of made sense. Okay. 
<clears throat> so, but yeah, um, Lori is in the hospital. She's and she gets surgery. Um, they find out that he's still alive because you know it's all over the TV. Michael is like on a killing spree, he's fucking killing everything in his way. Um, I'm just summarizing, just going over yep. this really quickly. Um, and then, um, uh, so eventually, uh, Tommy and 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 crew they decide to form a mob <laughs> to kill uh michael myers and the whole hook was uh-huh. evil dies tonight and that was like uh-huh. shouted throughout the movie like so many times uh-huh. evil dies tonight evil dies uh-huh. tonight i even i even i even said i think i should get that tattooed on my arm because that's awesome <laughs> evil dies tonight please please kev <laughs> Kev. Tom, Tommy Doyle, like you know, I was like, "Quote Tommy Doyle." <laughs> Kev, please, please don't. Please <laughs> I'm don't. joking. I'm not gonna. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. But yeah, um, <laughs> okay, yeah. And of course, we're going to spoilers. So eventually, fucking Michael Myers finishes the job he started 40 years ago. He kills basically every single fucking character that they brought back. Um, and uh yeah michael myers lives to uh for the third one which is going to be halloween ends um and they're totally setting up the final confrontation between um laurie and and michael myers um they did not have any face time with each other in this movie uh there is a bunch of stuff that i'm leaving out i'm just trying to quickly summarize because i know jared really wants to talk about dune so but yeah um overall like i said i love this film um i was entertained from start to finish uh i'm not saying it's an oscar worthy film by any means but the fact that this is the goriest and most violent halloween movie in the franchise which is why I enjoyed it. I know that makes me sound like a sadistic fuck, but I love seeing sadistic violence, and I love slasher films, so sue me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, go ahead. Give me your thoughts on, on the film before I give it a new Did you give it a score? No, I'm waiting for you to tell me your two cents. No, I want you to give it a score okay. before I give it. I want you to complete, give it, give your complete full review yeah okay um like it well i pretty much did so uh like i said i love this film uh i'm i'm sitting at a heartache a heartache for this one um i really enjoyed it uh i again i really enjoyed the last one i thought it was um i thought it was great that they they went from the original halloween and ignored everything in between uh because the halloween franchise uh, has no continuity whatsoever and mm. and yeah um it just yeah i i just love that they completely ignored all that and uh yeah um cool eight out of eight so, out of ten i'm giving it eight out of ten okay yeah. um com- compared to halloween 2018 mm, um uh I thought it raised the bar in the violence section. Uh, I thought the first one had a better story. Why story wise, I think the first one was better. Uh, but uh, I still enjoyed the. There wasn't really like like a crazy in depth story with this one. Um, they just went balls to the wall and just had a good time with it and just made it a bloody massacre fun time. 
And um, yeah, that's what that's what I kind of appreciate. And I know the okay. next one, like I said, it's called Halloween. End, so my prediction already is that they're going to have like their final confrontation. I personally think they're both going to die. I think that's how they're going to end it. Um, <clears throat> and it's only, uh, only going to be Laurie Strode who really ends the, the series yes. will go on forever and ever. Well, I well, this <laughs> eventually they're going to make another one. But this is supposed to be a trilogy. Okay. Right. This is supposed to be a trilogy. Whether they make another one after that, I'm sure they will. But uh, oh, as far yeah, as this will. goes, uh, it's supposed to be a trilogy. So, uh, okay. oh yeah, my prediction is they're both going to die at the end of Halloween ends. Hence, Halloween Fair ends. <laughs> so. Fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. So there you go. Eight out of ten from DJ Kevy Kev. He highly recommends Halloween Kills. If you're a fan of Michael Myers, I highly recommend it. Yes. If you're not, you. don't even fucking waste your time. <laughs> There you are. There you are. Yeah, there you are. Yeah. All right then, Kev. Do you do you want me to go now? Yes, 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 yes. Do I am I going to review this now? Okay. Yes, well then, can I have that Mike Myers theme again, brother? Let's talk. <laughs> Let's talk about Jer and Halloween, All shall right. we? All right. Let's go back to the 90s. Mm. When, when Jer lived with a couple of his roommate buddies in an apartment where his, you know, our best friends would always come over and hang out mm-hmm. in, a, in a place we referred to as HQ. Yes. Um, yes. I hung out at where, HQ a few times, yes. Where, where, <laughs> where we rented a lot of movies. And mm-hmm. we, we sat and we watched a lot of movies, yes. brother. We watched a lot. And um, one thing we would do every once in a while is get into a series of films that we liked mm. like Halloween okay. or Friday the 13th Nightmare and we just Oceans. watch watch every, yes exactly mm-hmm. and we just watch every movie in the series so I, I watched the first like five or six Halloweens I don't know many times mm. So you can concur that uh, the continuity is not the greatest thing. There's in no that continuity. Yes. There's no continuity. Yeah. Well, but what I want to say is, I used to be a big Halloween fan like yourself. Yes. Okay. Um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm from that school. Right. I am. At some point, I lost interest, and I don't. I don't want to say that. I don't want to. I don't want to say that I'm right and other people are wrong it's mm-hmm. not that I it's not that I think that you shouldn't like it because I don't like it anymore mm-hmm. but at some at some point I was just like the lack of continuity and the lack of kind of continuous storytelling is a problem for me here mm-hmm. uh, because I I don't enjoy just watching Michael murder people sadistically fair enough I, it kind of turns me Again, off. It's not for everybody. I know, yeah. I know, but but just my point of view is it kind of turns me off when it it stops being about a scary story mm-hmm. and it starts being about watching this guy kill people in the most sadistic ways possible. Mm-hmm. That's just not for me. And, I, and again, I'm not I'm not trying to shit on that. I mm-hmm. look. It's important to me to be positive, and I'm I'm saying this honestly because. Like, even just as a podcaster, as much as I don't like it, this shit is popular. Mm-hmm. And people is, yeah. people like it. People are drawn to it. Yeah. Like, you know, Dune costs ten times as much money to make and promote. Mm-hmm. And 
Dune didn't come close to the box office mm. that Halloween Kills came to in its opening weekend. Yeah. And 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 I have to fully accept that. No, don't make that music go away. I need that. It's, it's I need you that. Need it back? Well, yes, yes. <laughs> did, 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 oh, did it run out? Yeah, did yeah, I, did yeah, whole... yeah. No, it ended. But anyway, let's go on. This is important. Right. It's it's. <laughs> okay. Have I talked about me enough? Should I talk about the movie now? Talk about the movie now. Let's 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 just yeah. Ah, look. I told myself I wasn't going to be negative, Kev. I love you. I'm. Uh, you're Yo, my friend. You're, you're entitled to your opinion. And I and don't, like don't want to shit on the thing that you love. And I'm I also entitled don't to my shit opinion. We talk about so dude. many. People, I know, but I just. <laughs> I, I, this is a personal journey for me. This, yeah, yeah. I don't. Want, I don't want to be the guy who shits on the thing that people. Hold on a second. Here. I'm struggling here because I'm really trying to be positive, Kev. I'm really trying. I'm trying so hard to just. <laughs> Are you taking a bog hit? <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Sounds like it. <coughs> I just want to be positive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's take a. So the best scene in this movie is where Mike Myers takes <coughs> a fluorescent light tube. Oh my god. And he jams it in the throat yeah. of surprise, surprise, an elderly black woman. Yeah. By the way, if you're a black person in this movie, holy shit, you're in trouble. But <laughs> It's not racist at all. I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm not. Hold on. Where's my ball? I don't. I didn't see any racism in that. He kills no, to kill. He doesn't kill for color. No, no, you didn't notice that every black character in this movie got murdered in the most, like, fantastic, explicit way. You well, didn't notice that, the, really? Was, she was the only. Who was the other? Hold on, I, I hold remember on. there was a black kid that lived in the first one. You know that, right? And they brought him back in, the, in this movie on in a TV, um, in a news thing. So sure, but this movie is not the first one. No, but I'm saying uh, the black kid lived. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> so not, I don't no. know where you're going with the racism. Hold, card, on, but... hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. Stop the music. <laughs> Okay, let's I dis- talk about I disagree with the let's, racism let's, card let's, there. Let's talk about the black. It was a mixed couple, first of all. <laughs> I thought it was stupid you know, and it didn't make any sense you know. that they were playing with a, um, uh, which, the drone or whatever. The that, drone? Didn't, that didn't make no, any sense. No, um, Okay, Kevin. That, Kevin. Was, that was a part one of the parts Kevin. where I was just like, meh. Kevin. But the killing Not, in that scene was fucking Kevin. amazing. Nothing in this movie made sense yeah, yeah. for a moment no, for no, a second that, and that's why i said it wasn't it wasn't yes. a story you're right movie. No, and you were right it was driven I, I, on violence I, it was a honestly i agree with you yes i was i was going to say almost exactly the same thing you yeah, said yeah you 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 said the plot kind of falls down yeah. but the violence kind of is what it's about for you yes. and and that's exactly what i was going to say yes. i was going to say this movie completely throws plot out the fucking window it completely throws halloween canon 
even more out the window than it already was before this movie. If, if that was somehow possible, it does because it tells you explicitly, Oh, Mike Myers was never after Laurie Stroud. That was just the doctor who was manipulating him, but it was never about you. So Laurie who keeps saying, Oh, it's about me. It's, it has to be me. It was never, no, we just throw that. We just so many plot points that seem to be important before just get tossed away in dialogue here at some point. And again, this is this is one of my biggest gripes with the Halloween franchise is the continuity because in Halloween 2, the uh, the okay. original Halloween 2 from 1980 whatever. She was his sister. They were brother and sister and they threw And they that tossed out the that away in, in the, the previous one. one. Yes. Yes. Right? So, no, I I totally get what you're saying. Like and right, I, I agree right. with that so 110%. My review is almost exactly the same as yours. What mm-hmm. I came here to say is if you enjoy these movies, and I know so many of you do, yeah. and I, uh, it, it's not for me, mm-hmm. but it, I'm not, I'm not trying to put you down that it's for you, yeah. but, but, but exactly what you said, Kev, is the exact truth. Yeah. If you enjoy this, then you're enjoying it for the explicit, sadistic yes. violence. Yes. You're, you are enjoying watching people. Suffer innocent, yeah, murdered. Yes, absolutely. Innocent people suffering horrifyingly, yeah. and you are just thinking, "Oh, Michael looks so cool in this shot." And I know that, and I, you know what, I have been that. I'm mm. not. I'm not trying to. I, I. This is not a character assassination, but that <clears> is my <throat> exact <throat> review of this movie. Is mm. that I'm. I'm a guy who loves the plot of a movie. I'm a guy who the dialogue of a movie is very important to me. I sit there and I parse every line of every movie that I watch. So when I'm watching a movie like this, where, like, like honestly, like the dialogue is just it shouldn't even be there. It's mm. like it could. It, this could be a silent film with just all the action, and it would be better. It would be better. Um. And, 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 and I don't know, I don't want to spend too much time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be, I don't want to give me the music back. Let me get back in the Halloween theme because look, <laughs> let's, this let's, is let's a fan, this up, is a man. tradition. We got to talk about Duke. every year. It's a tradition. Every year, this, these Halloween films, not every year, but yeah. quite often these Halloween films come out and every, people get excited. It's the season for, give me the music. It's fun. Come on. <laughs> give it to me. Oh my God. It's fun. We're having fun. I'm not negative. I am not negative. No, I am not negative. I am not negative. I am just saying it's not for me. Yes. And I'm happy for the rest of you. Yes. But my prediction is Halloween ends may not do as well as this one. Okay. But we'll see. And... Hey, it's fun to dress as Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. I guess it's fun. It's it's fun. I don't know, man. It's fun. Yes. Anyway, so I'll wrap up now. So my score for Halloween Kills is two out of ten. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was low enough. There we go. Uh, Two out of ten. Wow, that's uh, you really hated this movie. I have rarely in my life hated a movie as much as I hate this movie, and I don't. I, 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 I'm good. You know what? I'll be honest. Uh, I knew you weren't gonna like this just because of the violence. 
And um, it, it, that and this, wasn't even it. Hold on. This brings me back to, well, okay. I watch a lot of fucking dumb movies and I enjoy watching fucking shitty fucking That's, B horror sure, movies, right? Sure, I enjoy it. Sure. It's, it's okay, one of my, yeah. um, I didn't talk about it, but uh, they remade Slumber Party Massacre and I uh-huh. watched it uh, just, I think it was on Friday. Horrible. That's fun. It was fucking horrible. It was like, uh, I, I I remember I started watching the original, and for some reason I stopped watching it. That being said, I did want to keep watching it. I just never went back to it. But the fucking remake is fucking horrible. And that's that movie I would probably give like a 2 out of 10 because it was just uh-huh. fucking dumb. But anyways, uh-huh. um, I knew you weren't going to like it uh, just because it was so violent because – I know when we talk about the boys, for example, let's not go on a tangent about the boys, but yeah, the cruelty, um, the cruelty. You, you're not. Me. I know you're not into it because of the violence, and it's just so fucking. Yeah, it's. A I, very I feel like people are cheering show. on the yeah. cruel, the che- cheering on They're the cheering cruelty. on the bad yeah. guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they want to see the fucking violence. They want to see. Yeah. Um. What's his face? Um. Drawn I want to say. I want to say. But, yeah. While, rip while, people. In I don't want to. I don't want to stop you, but I want. Yeah. I just want to interject here for a second. I think the boys is a thousand times better than Halloween Kills. Okay. I think it, I think it's like it got some but clever again dialogue. This is a movie. Um, I didn't go in uh, because when they were when they were talking about this movie, they were saying how it's gonna it's supposed to be the most violent movie, blah blah blah, yeah. the Halloween franchise. I went into this movie not for a fucking storyline. I didn't story think line, it was the most right, for like an amazing storyline. I went into this movie uh-huh. to see fucking Michael Myers do his fucking thing. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and I, I like I said, it. I fucking yeah. I they agree. did that. This was this was this was all about building him up as the unbeatable boogeyman. And yeah. they say that explicitly. It's in the dialogue. Yeah. He's the boogeyman. He's yeah. the boogeyman. Um, yeah. It, this was the one where. It's, you know, it's a trilogy, right? So it has to be the quote-unquote Empire Strikes Back of the trilogy. So it is all about building up how unbeatable, how unstoppable, mm-hmm. how omnipotent Mike Myers is. That's that's what they were trying to do here in this movie. And I get that. And um, I you know what? I just think it was a bad movie, honestly. Yeah, uh, this yeah, director never this yeah, this yeah. director never did horror before. Mm-hmm. He was I think he's he was from some comedy uh, that was successful. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I honestly think he did a bad job. Uh, like I didn't like I didn't like it, the, the script was was obviously awful, but I I didn't like the direction. I didn't like the cinematography. I didn't think that like while the violence was turned up and it, while it was explicit and 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 some of it was like um i knew halloween fans were going holy shit that's so cool i knew i knew that that some of it was having that impact in the violent scenes mm-hmm. um just like the rest of it was just so not even a coherent film to me, honestly. Yeah. Like I wanna I wanted to play that speech, honestly, that Laurie da- Laurie's daughter makes when she's drawing Mike Myers out into the street. When she's standing in the middle of the street and Mike's Mike Myers in the house and she's like she's yelling to him, Michael, this is the house where you killed Laurie forty years ago. Can you feel it, Michael? And I was like, like like her speech didn't even make sense. Yeah. Like it was just like, it was just like some fucking words strung together 
but but it wasn't about that. It was about, oh yeah, Michael's gonna come kill you now, and we've been waiting for this, and you've been asking for it. And I get that, but I um you know what, I'm reviewing a film, and as a guy as a guy who reviews films um, I, and, and I'm not, and again, I don't, I'm not, I don't think my opinion is better than yours or I'm right and you're wrong, mm-hmm. but just this is my personal opinion. This is not at all what I look for in a film. I, I need to have a coherent story. I need to have a uh, direction that, uh, I don't know, that is different than this at least anyway. So, uh, yeah, I, I, it's not just because of the violence, Kev. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I actually thought it was a bad film for my, for what I think makes a good film. And I, again, I, again, I'm not putting you down. And again, Um, you're, you're entitled to your opinion, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, then shall we move on? Yes. Let's, let's move on. Uh, You know what? I love uh, the 1984 version of the movie Dune. Uh, directed by David Lynch, mm-hmm. uh, starring Kyle MacLachlan, starring Sting, starring Patrick Stewart, uh, starring so many iconic actors who have so many iconic performances in that film, mm-hmm. and there's so many there's so many other legendary iconic attributes to that film, from the costuming, from the visual effects. Um, to some of the creative uh, differences that David Lynch uh, chose to have with the book, to some of the stuff that he just added um, to, to tr- because he thought it made his film better, uh, which I which I love. I love that film separate from the book. You know, people talk about it as a failed adaptation, but I don't see it as a failure at all. I see that film as a triumph of sim- cinema. I highly recommend it. It's still entertaining as hell to watch. And I stand by just staying alone in that film. is just so fun to watch. Um, I, I, uh, it's a film that I, I love, I love truly. And, you know, like three years ago when they announced that Denis Villeneuve was, uh, doing his own adaptation of, of Dune, I got, excited to my core because I knew what to expect because I knew that Denis Villeneuve was a Dune fan, uh, of, uh, of the book, um, explicitly. I knew we were going to get a more faithful adaptation to the book and I knew we were going to get a visual spectacle, a visual masterpiece. And, and those to me sounded like the ingredients to an amazing adaptation of this book, somebody who we know has a proven track record of being an amazing filmmaker. Mm. And uh, like, um, whether you love his films or not, you can't deny his, his films are beautiful. They are masterfully crafted. Um, his visuals are painstaking, uh, arduously crafted and, 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 and beautiful. Mm. Um, and so uh, there was a lot of talk early on about how this Dune adaptation might be akin to uh, when Lord of the Rings was adapted uh, by, uh, what's his name? The guy who directed Lord of the Rings. Um, 
Sorry. Hello, Peter Jackson. Audience. Peter Jackson. Thank you. Um, and a lot of the early reviews compared it to that. Said um, it was going to be on that level of a cinematic event that uh, it was it was that um, amazing an achievement mm. um, cinematically. Um, and, and here we are. Now we've seen it uh, uh, finally. Um, you know, we could have seen it weeks ago. Uh, it, it was released in Europe, uh, I don't know, like a month ago, two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been a cam version available online for a long time. Uh, and uh, then uh, a, a perfect digital version actually leaked online a week before it aired mm-hmm. or it, 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 it was released in theaters in North America. And then uh, Warner Brothers made the awesome decision, and they've made so many awesome decisions in the last few years under their current management. Yeah, you know, I'm not excited at all that they've been bought by Discovery and that they're about to change hands completely. Mm. But uh, the people who are there currently made the awesome decision to release this movie on HBO Max. 24 hours before it came out in theaters. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Ensuring, ensuring that it won't have the, you know, the, the best possible box office that it could have. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole story about how the politics at Warner brothers are to blame for that. Uh, because HBO max and Warner brothers cinemas are actually two fucking separate companies with two different management teams making decisions separately. Hmm. So HBO Max made the call to do this because they thought it was going to make more money for HBO Max, and they don't give a shit about the box office at the theaters. They only care about the profit at HBO Max because they're separate fucking divisions. Um, so... It's fucking crazy how that shit is 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 organized right now, and I'm I'm really glad that HBO Max has been bought by Discovery, and a new management team is coming in, and they have said, they've made statements that their mission statement is they are going to operate based on giving the fans what they ask for from now on, hmm. and I think I think that's foretelling of a lot of things. I think we're going to see Zack Snyder back. I think we're going to see, uh, uh, the Snyder verse reinstated as part of the multiverse. I think we're going to see Ray Fisher back because, uh, Walter Hamada is not going to be in charge anymore. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of stuff. The fans have been really asking for at DC come to pass Hmm. when, discovery takes over hbo max but i just went on a rant about hbo max mm. because um obviously the box office at doom for dune is a little underwhelming in the american uh release it was 18 million on the first night projected to be around 30 to 35 million for the whole weekend um you know for a movie where the budget the production budget was ex- probably around 300 million at least um it it's it may not be in the black. This movie may end up being in the red, even though it's already made over a hundred million in Europe, because it's been out there for a while. Um, we'll see if it ends up, you know, being a profit or a loss. It's not for sure at this point. Um, but that being said, uh, 
this movie was everything I was hoping it was going to be mm-hmm. uh, for me. It is not going to be for everybody. I know that. Um, you know, there are going to be a lot of like Star Wars fans who maybe heard that Dune was like Star Wars and came to check it out and were really fucking bored. Hmm. Uh, I I expect there to be a lot of people out there uh, with that uh, opinion. Um, because Dune is a long, slow story. It unfolds over a long period of time, and it is full of nuance. It is full of intrigue. It is heavily political. It is heavily psychological. It is heavily um, psychotropical. It is, uh, like... um, Dune is a different kind of storytelling than Star Wars, even though Star Wars, George Lucas borrowed a lot of elements from Dune. And even though there are a lot of similarities and a lot of reasons, a lot of ways you can compare Star Wars to Dune, you shouldn't expect Dune to feel like Star Wars when you're watching it. Because it is a completely different kind of storytelling. Um, It is slow. It is long. It is drawn out. It takes its time to put pieces meticulously in place. One by one. One after another. Um, and, And that's why it's considered to be a masterpiece by some people. While Star Wars is considered to be a bit of a mess by some people, while Star Wars may be more fun, mm. I I admit, um, to me the amazing thrill of Dune is the meticulousness of the storytelling, and the reason that people say that Dune is a novel that's impossible to adapt is because there are all these subtle, nuanced, psychological elements to the novel, to the storytelling. In the storytelling, you are privy to every character's thoughts throughout the whole thing. And there are all kinds of visions and flash-forwards that to tell visually is is more difficult. Um, So, uh, like, I understand why people don't expect uh, that it can be translated to the screen and why, why some people are going to say that this film even fails to translate it to the screen. But for me, I think it's all there. I think if you are paying close attention to Denis Villeneuve's visual storytelling and uh, auditory story, uh, a storytelling <laughs> by by means of the score, which is amazingly powerful and moving and hits you in the chest over and over again throughout this movie. This movie is brutal visually and sonically. It It's slow and it's laborious and the pacing is drawn out, but it repeatedly like just beats on you with, with, with powerful visuals and, and sound, uh, via this, the really moving score. Um, uh, I want to say, 
I like I don't know. Uh, I could go through the, the details of the plot, but um, I don't know oh. if that's important or not. Yeah. Um, Timothy Chalamet is is um, an interesting Paul Atreides uh, compared to Kyle MacLachlan's Paul Atreides. You know, he's a thousand times more emotional, emoting. Uh, you know, Kyle McLaughlin was such a stiff, frozen, kind of wooden character that I kind of think of Paul Atreides as a stiff, frozen, wooden character. And I kind of think that Timothy Chalamet kind of brings some of that to his performance. I kind of felt like his Paul Atreides was kind of stiff and wooden, but at the same time, a lot less so than Kyle McLaughlin, who is just like a stiff and wooden person, but, um, more emotion, more gut in the reaction when, when his father dies, especially, yeah. uh, when he's, when he, when he's mourning the loss of his father, uh, with his mother, I, I f- felt powerfully moved by Timothy Chalamet's performance in this. Um, and when Timothy Chalamet, when Paul Atreides in this version of Dune is starting to come into his power when you see him uh, starting to grow in his confidence and, and, and in his ability, you see in his performance the darkness. And, and that's, the, that's the thing to remember about this character, Paul Atreides. He's not Luke Skywalker. No. He's, a lot, he's a lot closer to Kylo Ren. In the in the beginning, he appears to be a savior, and that's why when people attack this movie and claim that it's a white savior, uh, a trope being told, that's not true because the long story here of Dune is that Paul Atreides starts out as a savior character, but eventually <clears throat> kind of becomes corrupt, and the choices he makes kind of lead to just endless suffering and war later on, way later on in the story. Um, This story doesn't get to that point. So at this point, it just seems like he's some savior hero character. Um, But if you know Dune, if you know where we're going, uh, like it's actually the opposite. Um, And I think that Timothy Chalamet in his performance kind of foretells this. Like, he never, to me, feels like this pure, heroic, good guy. Every time he l- kind of levels up in power in this movie, there's a dark kind of shadow over it. And I, and I think it's most explicit in, in the final act of this film where he has to defeat the character. Uh, what's his name? Such a great character. Um, Jamit, Jameis. Um, the, the actor, the actor is Babs, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, uh, Alusu Makun, um, is what it looks like to me. Um, but, but basically a member of the Fremen challenges him to a fight because it's basically for leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more complicated than that. I'm not going to get, get into every detail of it. This is complicated storytelling, but, um, you know, the final conflict of the film comes down to Paul Atreides in a knife fight with this character and it's, and it's life or death. And, uh, and, and Paul wins this fight and he wins it easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he kills this guy and it's the first time in his life 
that he has killed a man. Even though his entire life he has been trained to fight with knives, uh, he, he's been trained to kill, basically. He's never done it. So in this fight, you see many times he could kill Jameis, and he doesn't. He asks him to yield the way he would have done it in training when he was learning to fight like this. But he can't yield. It's life or death. And he has to kill him to win the fight. And eventually does. And that's the great moment of Paul Atreides coming into his power. Like that's his hero moment is the first time he kills another man, which he didn't want to do at first. So there is this darkness about the heroic nature of Paul Atreides that is necessary to convey the nuance of the books that is happening here through just great cinematic storytelling, through both a great acting performance by, by Timothy Chalamet, but also fantastic direction by Denis Villeneuve. Um, you feel that, that this is not super ha- a super happy moment, that this is a heavy, fucking dark-weighted moment where that had to happen for 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 Paul's mother to survive for the for Paul to continue you know being the hero for him to get, continue on his hero's journey so like yeah dune is a lot heavier a lot darker than star wars it's it's um you know people bleed and die in dune you know um not like star wars um it, and i love it i love it i love dune for for what it is and and again it's not a thing where i'm saying this is better and i'm right and the, and they're wrong or something like that but um i am saying that i never expected it to be the most popular movie i i don't um i was only hoping that it would be successful enough that the sequel would get made mm-hmm. and and um you know honestly if it's 33 million this weekend for opening weekend that's not great that's not great at all um, but, um, and, and I, I don't know if you noticed this, did you notice like how hot and heavy, how hard the marketing for Eternals has been for the last week? Like, like Kevin Feige said, okay, Dune is about to come out and there's, there, people are trying to hype Dune. We're going to start marketing Eternals now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like e- Eternals is already overshadowing Dune uh, as far as hype goes. And I know Eternals is going to crush Dune at the box office. Um, but you know what? I still believe that the plan here is to make the sequel. I think the sequel is going to get made. I really do. I believe that. I'm sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I People were hoping that it was going to make at least 100 50 million and US box office. I don't think it's going to come close to that. I think it'll make maybe 60 70 total at the US box office. Like I said, it's already made 100 in the in the European box office. Mm. So we'll we'll see what the global total will be, um how much money it will lose uh, ultimately, but um I think that it's getting so much critical love like 83% uh, critic score, 95% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I think that it's going to get so much respect and love that the slight loss of money is not going to stop it from continuing. Um, that's my belief. Um, mm. That's kind of what we've heard from, from everybody important out there anyway. Um, 
But uh, look, I could talk about the movie all night in detail. Um, I want to say what else is important for me to say about the movie. Javier Bardem steals the whole fucking movie. His performance as Stilgar in this is fucking fantastic. Like on a higher level than everybody else, I even want to say, but everybody else is really good. Oscar Isaac as, as Duke Leto, um, fucking, you know, gets to really show his ability as an actor and the story of Duke Leto, the tragedy of Duke Leto, the doom of Duke Leto. He's a character who, like this comes across in the in the in the old movie, comes across in the book. It's told so well in this story. It, 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 Duke Leto is the original Ned Stark, right? Like he's they build him up as the head of this house, as such a virtuous, such a hardworking, fucking good dad, good husband. Even though they're not married, she's his concubine, but close enough. Uh, like just this, like this heroic character, and then the trap that is laid for Duke Leto springs around him so quick, quickly, and his doom falls upon him so heavily and so darkly, and his death is so fucking like gripping and awful and. And the performance of, uh, I forget the actor's name who plays Baron Harkonnen in this, but um, like the evil of Baron Harkonnen when in Duke Leto's death scene. Yeah. Um, This scene was just written so amazingly that like George R.R. Martin ripped all of this off in Game of Thrones. and, And I'm sure he will admit to that. I'm not like putting him down. Because George R. R. Martin kind of takes these these classic ideas from 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 Frank Herbert, from J- from Tolkien, and he kind of turns them up times ten, and he does them like ten times, whereas the original th- you know it happened once. Mm. But um, but he does borrow heavily, um, and 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 and, and yeah, uh, Duke Leto is kind of the original Ned Stark, and his doom is so heavy like when he's laying there helpless and naked in front of baron harkonnen and baron harkonnen's eating his food at his dining room table and and just like you know he's helpless while harkonnen's mocking him and just getting ready to end his life and baron harkonnen tells him that his wife and son are dead which isn't even true but the audience knows that and and duke leto doesn't but duke leto dies like probably believing that uh mm-hmm. like fuck what a powerful moving scene and what a great job oscar isaac did with that character i'll say i did i did enjoy that scene as well um, he was like born yeah. to play it yeah yeah for sure um and, and he has said how much he loves that character and how much mm-hmm. he enjoyed playing it and and i'm so happy for him um jason momoa as Duncan Idaho, mm-hmm. like his role was really grown, really expanded compared to the 1984 movie. Um, and, and Momoa really did add a lot to this. He brought a lot of life to it, a lot of kind of fun to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was basically the same. He was, he was Jason Momoa. He was yes, just himself, 110%. but, but, but still he like, was a cocky like, Aquaman, just like he is. Yeah. 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 But, but it worked. I believed his mm-hmm. affection mm-hmm. for Timothy Chalamet, mm-hmm. I, I didn't I didn't not buy it at any point. All right. Um 
uh what else um uh zendaya um you know she's not in it very much um until kind of the end of it um she's fine i don't know i'm not i'm not a huge zendaya fan but um my thing about her i think I, I don't dislike her, but I'm mm. completely like blank to her. Like I, I don't love her in Spider Man. I, I I actually like her I, character. But I don't in dislike Spider-Man. her either. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no, I'm completely neutral to her. So she's mm. she's fine. I don't have a problem with her. She does she plays the character fine. Um uh and I buy that Timothy Chalamet is just this like inexperienced kind of virgin dude who's just falling in love with a girl for the first time but she happens to be a girl that he's had visions of uh, and and there's all this these other like supernatural elements involved at the same time but at the core of his character it's like raw and open and exposed that like this is a teenage guy who's just falling in love with a girl for the first time Hmm. and that is like so important to the events, uh, the events of the of the story, and again, it's 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 told so well. You know, I've seen people saying that the that the nuance of the film of the book is is missing, and I don't believe so. I think it's all on the screen. I think, I think you can read the nuances from the book in these characters' performances. I I, I do think it's there. I think. Denis Villeneuve pulled it off, and some people are saying that they don't think so, but I, I disagree with those people. And um, you know, I've watched this movie three times now. Uh, really, I'm going to keep watching it. I'm going to oh. watch it a few more um, for sure because I keep seeing new things in it that I love. You know, I you could easily edit this movie down for time. I'm mm-hmm. like I like I like I said to Steve, like there is easily 30 minutes in this film that is just spaceships taking off and landing very slowly but those but the those scenes are so beautiful every time that i love them if you're like if you're the kind of person who loves watching spaceships take off and land then this is your fucking shit jump in it's like it's great it's great that we're not editing for time in my opinion when the work on the screen is such high quality it's so enjoyable. This didn't feel like a long movie to me. I could have sat for another forty minutes easily mm. at the end of this film, mm. even though even though I have said repeatedly it was slow. It was slowly paced, but it didn't get boring to me for a moment ever. Like I was, I was in, I was enraptured uh, the entire time. Um, uh, I, I. I can't wait for part two. I absolutely believe part two is happening. Mm-hmm. And I believe like like all of the big war events happen in the second part of the book. And like the budget's going to have to be twice the size. It's going to be twice the visual spectacle that this one and this one is an amazing, amazing visual spectacle. Mm. I hardly talked about that at all. But yeah. um, like it's next level. Like we have not seen a science fiction movie that looks as beautiful and perfect and feels as realistic as this. Like I felt like everything in this movie was real and Dune is a really kind of weird science fiction world in that there are no screens anywhere. There's not one screen in this entire movie and that makes it feel like different, like kind of medieval almost. Um, but it's kind of like Star. Like there are screens in Star Wars, but uh, they're like different kind of weird screens with just like writing on them. But um, 
I don't know. Um, if right. you love Dune, you if you love Dune, you love Dune. If you yeah. don't love Dune, you don't you don't love Dune. Yeah. And 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 you know whatever. It's not it's not a it's not a judgment uh, on on a person if they do or don't. Um, right. And I have said I have said for the last three years, Kevin. I have never said that I thought this was going to have a Star Wars box office. I always said I I didn't think it was going to have a huge box office. Yeah. And and it's not it's not it's 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 obviously not. No. But but I am going to go on record right now and say I absolutely 100% believe the sequel will get made and mm. possibly even possibly even a, sequ- a, a part 3 we already know well, that there a is a TV no? Yes. Yeah. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, okay. but they said they said if part 1 didn't do well enough they wouldn't make part 2. But uh they've also said part 1 would have to do really really bad for them to not make part 2. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah. I believe it's going to happen. We, we and we also know they are making a TV series spinoff of this movie mm-hmm. um, about the Bene Gesserit sisterhood. Uh, it's going to be on HBO Max, and okay. I can't fucking wait for that. I think that is going to be maybe the greatest TV show of all time at this point. Mm-hmm. We shall see. We shall see. But anyway, yeah, Hit me with we have your, we have uh, gone review. on. We've gone on for a while. What's your score, I mean? I will give you my score yep. on Denis Villeneuve's Dune Part 1. Uh, you, you know, I gave Squid Game a 9 out of 10. I'm mm-hmm. giving this a 9, a 9 out of 10 as well. And honestly, the, the, I can't think of a ton of things that I would suggest to get that 9 to a 10. Mm. But, but, but of course, there are little, you know pieces of room for improvement here and there in my opinion already mm. so it no it's not a absolutely perfect movie but it is i think probably the best movie that i've seen since mad max fury road yeah okay uh i i, I do rate it that highly i i i i think it i i, I haven't made a top 10 favorite mm-hmm. films of all time list in a long time mm-hmm. but i think i think it might get onto that list if I did make that list right now. Right. Uh, I, I give this film my highest recommendation but I also preload you friends with warnings yeah. that it is very slowly paced. Yes. Uh, it is not as fun and and swashbuckling as Star Wars. Nope. Ex- expect expect uh, a long drawn out kind of storytelling mm-hmm. but with a lot of the elements of Star Wars, you know, there's a lot of fighting. It, it's knives instead of lightsabers, mm-hmm. um, but it, but there's personal force fields. There's other kind of cool science fiction technologies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there, there's spaceships. There's mm-hmm. there's there's other other kinds of cool future vehicles. I will say there's the, the... sand crawlers that are ten times the size of Star Star Wars sand yeah. crawlers. Yeah, I noticed that too. Um, and those, very very those cool ships. Airships? Those ships that they fly, they look like fucking dragonflies. The ornithopters. Mm-hmm. Ornithopters. That's what they're, they're called? called? Okay. Yeah. And they kind of look like dragonflies, like with the same like, yes. uh, wings. Yes. Those Which are exactly I thought, the I way they're described cool. in the books. Yeah. Exactly okay. the way I thought that was cool. Yeah. I, I really like those ships. Yeah. 
Love the ornithopters, and they're used cinematically, storytelling wise, mm. so so well. Like they show you the first time they, they they get into them, they show you how they take a while to warm up before mm. they have to fly, and then later on when they're in a, a, a like a, a gripping escape scene. That ornithopter has to warm up before they get away again, yeah. and there isn't a word said about it. We just know because we've already seen it earlier on in the movie. Like amazing, amazing visual storytelling in mm. this film um, that I really do believe conveys the you know what not not as much nuance and mm. subtext as the book conveys, but enough of it that it's there and and when you combine that with just what a beautiful piece of visual storytelling this film is, regardless of the adaptation, if there mm -hmm. was no book, right? If this was just a movie with no book, holy shit, what an amazing movie this is. Mm. Uh, like visually, audio-wise, uh, script-wise, performance-wise, uh, costume-wise, uh, like art direction, like everything. Um, it's, it's a masterpiece. Um, and, uh, and, uh, man, I'm happy I saw it. I'm completely satisfied with it. Nine out of 10. Hmm. All right, go ahead. All right. <laughs> I'm going to start by saying Dune, what was it? 1984. Yeah. I remember watching it back in the day when it was on member first choice and super channel. Yes, I so, do. Back in the day, I remember watching it on that and it was so fucking boring and I fucking hated it. <laughs> it was a movie that I always, cause again, like, like you were saying, I know you compared it to star Wars a lot. And at the time, obviously I was a huge star Wars fan and yeah. I was like, you know, on the science fiction thing and, I was like, oh, well, this is science fiction. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's watch this. It's probably going to be like Star Wars. Well, obviously, it, it it's not, obviously, right? It's it's, it's, yes. it's slow, blah, blah, blah. It's, it just wasn't, it wasn't for me, right? It's, and, it's much different. Yeah. And, of course, like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever I was, 12, 13-year-old Kev didn't fucking hate it, whatever, right? Right. When they announced this film, and I know you've been on it ever since day one. Like, I remember, like, we talked about the casting. Like, we talked about every element of this movie up until basically right now. <laughs> yes. And I tried to watch the 1984 Dune again. I was like, uh -huh. you know what? Jared's all about this. So I know we're going to talk about it. Let me try uh -huh. it again. I can uh -huh. do it. I I okay. turned it off. I, it right. again. It it wasn't for me. I yep. absolutely hate David Lynch as a director. Okay. <laughs> not gonna lie. Um, I'm I'm not a fan of his work. Um, and I don't know. It just felt like uh, I guess it just felt like a Lynchian film to me. And yeah, I just like uh, I couldn't do it. Whatever. It was again. It's it's it wasn't for me. All that being said. I haven't been as hyped for this movie as you were, clearly. Which I was well aware of. And yes. It's okay. And, it's and, okay. <laughs> and I expressed that. Um, mm -hmm. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I even said on the podcast, I wish yes. I shared yes. the enthusiasm for this movie as you do. I, I just don't. Okay. So yes. I, I, I did watch it. I streamed it. Uh, I didn't go to a theater to watch it. I streamed it. And you know what? Um, like you were saying, it is very slow paced. 
Um, great acting. Uh, Timothy, what's his name? Shellaman? Shellaman. Shellaman. Great. I love this kid. He's a great actor. Um, he, he did a great job in this. Uh, like you said, Jason Momoa was just Jason Momoa. He was fucking Aquaman. <laughs> All right. Cocky yeah. like Aquaman, except he could die. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he he wasn't immortal as he was as he is as Aquaman. Um, yeah, Josh Brolin. Uh, he was you did. I don't think you really mentioned him, but he he did. I no, thought I he did. Really good I did. job. Um, He's good. Yeah, Harvey Air. Uh, I agree. He he great great acting like great actor. Um, Skazgard did a great job. Uh, Batista was just Batista. He barely said anything in the movie. <laughs> he had a few lines, but you yeah, know, you know what? He's Batista, I was kind of like, wishing. But- I wish Batista wasn't in it, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Wait, the thing about him, like, as an actor, he's grown. He's getting progressively better as an actor. Yeah. But when he talks, um, I don't know, except for in, uh, I will say, in Blade Runner, he was really good. Um, I felt like he did a really good job. Like, I actually felt him as an actor in that film. But he... In, he in which, sorry? Uh, Blade Runner. He was in Blade Runner 20... Blade Runner. Whatever. I loved, I loved him in Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, he did a great job, right? But like I said, he's kind of I don't know. He's just his line delivery. He's always kind of he's he's Drax. At the end of the day, he just he's I was, Drax. Right? I was, thank God I was going to say that exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, this this character when he was when he was reading his lines, mm-hmm. he was just Drax in a different outfit, yeah. and I was and I was so disappointed by that. And on top of that. You know, I've been watching that Apple TV show yes, C, C, yes, and which stars it, right? Jason, which, which stars Jason Momoa and Batista right. okay. as, as opposing generals and brothers, mm. and and it's kind of like so fucking reminiscent that I'm just like, oh god, it's ruining my, it it pulled me out of my absorption into Dune okay. for a moment. Yeah, fair enough. So anyway, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I didn't so, want to think. I didn't want to think about C while I was watching Dune, but that happened. Anyway, yeah, fair enough. So yeah, uh, going into this film, like I said, I wasn't as, as excited as as Jer, obviously, but you know what? Um, I didn't hate it. Um, I <laughs> I actually I actually didn't mind the movie. I didn't love the movie. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm definitely yeah. not on the level as you. Like you love this movie. I did not love yeah. it. Um, yeah. I'll probably never watch it again. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But I really? will watch a part two. I, I, I was invested enough in these characters right. that I would watch part two. Um, right. yeah. So I'm going to give it a one out of 10 out of spite. No, I'm joking. But, uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, um, I would give it a seven, uh, seven right. out of 10. All right. Um, All right. like I said, I, I didn't hate it. But I wasn't as invested, and um, that's that's middle of the road for you, Seven. Mm. That's that's good. I, I accept that. And, I accept that. And um, again, <laughs> I know you kept talking about the visuals, and I do yeah. agree. The visuals were absolutely amazing. Uh, if this movie uh-huh. is going to get nominated for anything, I I definitely believe it's going to be in a um, in the visual category. Um, yeah. The the outfits, I think it'll it'll get a a nod. For the costumes yeah. and all that stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't feeling it as a best picture, but it might surprise us and and get a best picture nod. 
Uh-huh. Right. Um, personally, I don't think it will. I think it's going to. Well, they, shine. well, they they have ten. Remember, they have ten best yeah. picture nominees now. So right. I I think it will definitely get a nod. It might. It'll it get, might. It, it, might. It, it might. It won't right. win. It won't win best picture. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to win best picture. Yeah. I'm going on record. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely think it's going to shine in the visual department. Yeah. Um, um, cinematography and like that that whole like that whole side of the awards. So yeah, no. Um, like I said, I didn't, I didn't hate it, um, but I didn't love it. <laughs> but uh-huh. yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind it. There we go. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't mind it. Uh, you want to see the sequel? And I will, I will watch. It's, it's not like I finished watching it and then it kind of ends with them walking off into the desert. It wasn't like I was like, damn it, I want to see the rest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was like, okay, so clearly there's going to be a part two. It said part one at the beginning of the film. Um and yeah, I I would watch a part two for sure. You want um, you would you want me to tell you what happens in part two? I do not. Uh, let's, if uh, if you knew if you knew you would be so yeah. you if you if you knew the way the story ends of yeah. the first I book, don't want you to tell me anything. If you had watched so if I'm gonna, David if you had watched the David Lynch film, why did and you, you do the saw whole thing? what? Yes, they. Oh, okay, but see, I they, don't remember. They, like David said, Lynch actually. <laughs> David Lynch actually makes up a couple of things. Mm. So a couple of things that happen in David Lynch's movie don't happen in the book. Yeah. Okay. But if but if you but if you knew the things that do like there are the things that do happen in David Lynch's version as well. Mm-hmm. And if you knew what was coming and they tease it, they hint it in the final scene mm. of this of this version. Remember Remember the weird, exciting thing that happened in the final scene of this version? I wanted, I want to, I don't want to tell you. I want you to see if you remember. I remember, remember like walking off into the desert. I don't remember. Exactly remember, the, remember they they looked off into the distance and there was something happening that we hadn't seen through the rest of the movie. I don't. There was something unusual happening. There I was okay. Don't remember. Let me let me give you a hint. It involved a sandworm. Okay. They saw a sandworms. Swimming through the sand, and refresh my memory. I don't remember. There was a Fremen riding it. Right. Yeah. 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 I do remember that now. Now that you say it, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yep. that was that was your foreshadowing, Kev. Okay. For what's coming in the next movie, and okay. I'm I'll, I'll stop there because you told me that you didn't want yeah, me yeah. to say it. No, no, don't say it. I, I, I guess but all you all you have to do is go read the butcher book or watch the David Lynch film, and you'll know what I'm saying. And anybody who's a dude fan knows what I'm saying. What's coming in part two is going to be visually so like ten thousand times. And the other thing, they did not show the emperor yet. No, they didn't. They they did not show Sting's character yet, who mm. is the Baron the Baron Harkonnen's nephew, who in the final act has a has a knife fight with Paul Atreides that mm. decides the fucking fate of the whole fucking thing. Mm. So that character hasn't even been cast yet. We don't even know who's going to be cast in the Sting role yet. I am so excited for part two. It is going to be. Like a thousand times more exciting, and I, I'm sorry I cut you off. This is still your review section. <laughs> I will good. shut up now. It's all good. Shutting I, up. I think right. I, I think I'm done. <laughs> so, but yeah. Okay, you gave it a seven. I gave yeah. it a nine. Yeah. Um, and we will see. We will wait with bated breath for the announcement that part two is greenlit. My prediction mm-hmm. is that they're going to announce it very soon. 
like maybe Monday or Tuesday to try to get the box office hype for the second weekend mm-hmm. to try to get more box office right now. But we will see. We will be waiting for the announcement for part two of Denis Villeneuve's Dune to be greenlit. And we will be excited when it happens. But for now, Kevin, we're done. Our Dune reviews are in the books. Can I get a boom done? Can I get another boom done? Boom done! Can you hit me three times, brother? Boom done! That's right. Boom done. Dune. Dune. So Evil News. So Dune. What we, a year. What a before year. We, uh, before we wrap up, uh, yeah. one thing that uh, I just wanted to talk about. Let's, uh, let's not like drag this out or anything, but let's just talk All right. briefly about it. Um, All right. The Batman trailer. We didn't talk about the Batman oh, trailer. Oh, fuck. Which is... Uh, looks, oh, fuck. Looks so, so... So fucking good. Fuck. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. I should say. I should say. Maybe the. I. I, I don't. I don't want to say this, but I. But yeah. it's true. Maybe the best part of seeing Dune in IMAX was seen seeing the fucking Batman trailer in IMAX, oh, okay. dude. Nice. nice. Holy shit! It's so amazing. Nice. They didn't do and, a scene and, or anything, right? Like that's what they usually no, do. No, 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 no. Same or... trailer. Same yeah, trailer. Okay. Same All trailer. Right. But on. On the IMAX screen mm-hmm. in fucking full Dolby sound. Oh yeah. my god, that score, Kev. Yep. Did you did you notice how much it sounds like the Imperial March mm. from Star Wars? You go back and it. go back, go back yeah. and listen to it, and think about the Imperial March when yeah. you. It, it's almost exactly the same. It is so powerful and yeah. move. It is, and it feels so Batman. It doesn't feel like Star Wars. It's perfect. Mm. It's. Yeah, yeah. And Robert Pattinson in this trailer, there's so yeah. much more of him, and he's so he looks so good yeah, in the he looks, costume, he looks good, right? So let me ask you oh this. Oh my god! Let me ask you this. Yeah, I, I get it. He's playing a, a younger Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, Second year. It's Batman year two. Year two. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the shaggy hairdo? Love it, man. Yeah. No, okay. No, this. I, okay. I, this. I, is... I don't know. I just feel that a lot of people would be hating on that. It's because, because this is a different Bruce Wayne, though. This yeah, is a different yeah, Bruce yeah, Wayne. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But he's um, he's mentally ill. Oh, okay, right. They, they this has come out from the script, right? Um, in this version, uh, Bruce Wayne's mother was mentally ill, and mm. she was in Arkham State Hospital. Okay. Um, and Bruce has the same mental illness that his mother had, and that's a great addition to the character of Bruce Wayne, I think. Mm. Um, and that's a, a like a nuance that's added in this movie. And and you can, if you rewatch the trailer with that in mind, you can see Robert Pattinson displaying that in, in his performance. Mm. And um, this this version of Bruce Wayne is not the billionaire playboy. He doesn't have the public version of his persona yet he's kind of batman 24 hours a day uh, th- what they're saying what i've heard is that he's in the suit for most of the movie he's hardly out of the suit as mm. bruce wayne at all and when he is out of the suit he still kind of behaves and acts like batman right he doesn't have he doesn't have the dual personality worked out yet mm. he hasn't worked out the public part of his character yet um, and I think you can see all that in the trailer and fuck this trailer is great. Colin yeah. Farrell as yeah. the penguin oh God, so good. in this trailer yes. and yep. this guy playing the, the Riddler. Yep. Oh. Paul Dano, yeah. No, he's a good actor too. He's like a, 
He's like an underrated actor, actually. I think like he's been in so many, so many good like, yeah, movies, and he just does a great job in everything he does. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and this, this. Go sorry, on. no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. This trailer reads like a horror movie trailer. Like Batman is the villain of a horror movie. It looks mm-hmm. like in this trailer, um, and Catwoman. Holy shit, dude! Mm-hmm. What's her name? Fucking uh, um, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz is fucking perfect yeah. as cat the shots of batman and catwoman are like not only straight out of a perfect batman comic panel but like better like mm. like just fucking beautiful iconic imagery in just this trailer i like this movie is going to be fucking amazing yeah, and no, I'm, Kevin, I'm stoked for it for sure I'm going to give you a treat. I yeah. know we said we'd be brief, but I'm going to give you a treat. I'm going to give you my first fucking theory about this film. I already have a theory about this film. Hold on. What were we talking about? We were talking about Catwoman. We were talking about, oh, 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 oh. I don't know if you caught this Easter egg. Mm. But in the scene where Batman is interrogating the Riddler in this, in this, mm-hmm. where the Riddler, where the Riddler is in prison, yep, his jumpsuit, yeah. his his jumpsuit, he's wearing the patch reads. It doesn't read Arkham Asylum, Kevin. It reads Arkham State Hospital. Okay. And do you know what that's from? What's that from? Dark Knight. It's from no. It's from Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Oh, okay. It's yeah, not yeah, okay. Arkham. It's not Arkham Asylum in that movie. It's yeah, yeah. Arkham State Hospital. Oh, okay, all right. So, Kevin, I think the big surprise of be... this fucking movie is it's in the same fucking universe yeah. as Joaquin Phoenix as Joker. Yeah. Okay. And if you think about it, that movie took place in the '80s, and mm-hmm. this movie is pl- is taking place in the modern day. Yeah. So the timeline is kind of right. It like Joaquin Phoenix could secretly be a cameo in this fucking movie. Yeah. I think he might he, be. He would be. He would have to be pretty old though, would he not? Right. Yeah, he would. He'd, He'd be, be twenty like years an, older. Almost, yeah, and almost like yeah. Because Joaquin that movie, could do that. Well, in Joaquin that movie, could pull that he, was, off. he yeah, he would be like pushing sixty in that movie then. No, he'd be no. Because he was probably, probably about forty in in the Joker. No, right? no, no. I don't think so. I no. don't think so. I think I think late twenties, thirties. I think he could. I think he I could think be so. in his fifties. Uh. I think I think he could be fifty in this movie. And if he's wearing white face paint, like who? Like what does it matter? Yeah. Right. I I think I think Joaquin Phoenix is the actor who can who can pull that off. Mm-hmm. And 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 like just like two weeks ago i saw an interview with Joaquin Phoenix where somebody asked him about a joker sequel and he was completely like like mysterious in yeah. his answer he was like he was like yeah we could totally do new things with that character but but who knows what will happen like nobody knows mm. and i i i i seriously think that robert pattinson's batman could be the Batman of Joaquin Phoenix's universe, and mm. I think we could see them in a movie together. I, I'm not sure. This is yeah. my first fan, my first fan theory okay. about this Batman movie, and and the director and everybody involved has has come out and denied it openly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I I think it's a swerve. I do. I think that Arkham State Hospital is too specific. Mm. Like it's it's not a thing. Before it was Arkham Asylum, Arkham Asylum, Arkham Asylum, yeah. and, and then and then Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. It's Arkham State Hospital, mm. and and then it's Arkham State Hospital in in this movie too. Like yeah. I, 
I think that's too specific. Yeah, anyway. well, you could be right. We'll see. Only uh, yeah, we'll, we only have to wait what five months till we find out. Yeah, it's, out it's, March, it's, right? it's, so, it's pretty soon. It's pretty soon. Yeah. It's pretty soon. So anyway, yeah, no, I'm all on board. I'm, I'm excited for that one, too. So, we, we yeah, uh, other than that, any uh, I just wanted to talk about that real brief because obviously yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. huge thing, right? Well, well and, um, since you mentioned that, since yeah. you mentioned that, let's also mention the Flash trailer that came out of DC yeah, Fandom. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about that. I'm Black very excited Adam. to see where this where this movie is going. Yeah. Um, Black Black Adam looks good. It's yeah. not. In, I'm not super excited about that. I yeah. don't love Shazam. Yeah. I don't hate on it. I enjoyed. I thought the it was. Shazam I movie, thought. So. I thought. I thought it was okay. But I. I also thought there was a lot of things about it that could have been highly improved. Yeah. Um, so I mean, we'll see. I think The Rock will, will bring at least he'll bring a lot of excitement and interest. Mm-hmm to dc which is what i want and uh the rock's wife manages henry cavill and i really want i really want henry cavill back and i know the rock really wants henry cavill back so i'm 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 really behind this black adam movie i want it to succeed i think it i think it could do hell helen mirren interesting it's interesting it it might it might be good we'll see peacemaker looks really good too um they showed a trailer. Uh, it, it's got the vigilante in it, which mm-hmm. is which was my favorite DC comic book. I okay. collected the vigilante number one among okay. any other comic that I collected, and it's it's the comic that the peacemaker character was originally introduced in. Okay, but. But let me just say, let me put my big asterisk here. Mm. Um, none of it was funny. It wasn't a comedy in okay. the comics. Right. Vigilante was a very serious comic. It was he was Batman with guns. Mm. He was he was the Punisher of the DC Punisher, of DC yeah. comics, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then Peacemaker when he was brought in was like uh, like ten times more violent and dark than mm-hmm. the vigilante he was like the villain and vi- and vigilante was already an anti-hero mm-hmm. none of it was funny so okay. i don't know if i'm going to enjoy any of that i'm mm-hmm. waiting to see but we'll watch and we'll review it mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it yeah no I, I think it looks good i think it'll be fun yeah we'll see all right all right well there's plenty more we can talk about brother but we've gone on and on and yes, we should we save some stuff we should save some stuff for episode 85 there you go um but um, before we wrap up tonight, is there anything we should get to? Is there any questions from the audience, from the chat? Is there any emails, any phone calls, anybody um, on the I'm, line? I'm, uh, I'm on Facebook here right now, and I'm on our page. And uh, someone, someone left us an audio message here. Let's, uh, audio let, message. Let Let's me, hear it. Let Let's me hear click it. on that. That's All right. Oh. Sneaky. Yes. Sneaky. Yes. By 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 random coincidence, whoever that was. Yes. That is the end of episode eighty-four of Too Old for This Podcast. So thank you for listening. If you mm-hmm. made it this far, please uh, you know, like this episode on Facebook yeah. uh, and drop us a comment. Let us know about what you think about anything that we said tonight. Let us know how you felt about Squid Game, mm-hmm. Halloween Kills or dune or anything else we talked about yeah. anything else you want to talk about we just appreciate you and we want to we want you to be in the conversation Absolutely. so jump in 100 percent. that that being said uh for dj kevy kev mm-hmm. i am jd the mc but you can call me jer and all that's left to say is just chill to the next episode <laughs>